This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday morning. I'm connecting with Dr. Peter Hammond, who's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And there is a battle for the mind in the news media. After one interview with a journalist from a major daily newspaper in our city, I asked, why is it that your newspaper continually publishes pro-abortion articles and ignores pro-life events, such as the Life Chains and National Day of Repentance, March for Life? And the answer was astounding. Well, we're pro-choice. Yes, I understand that, I said, but surely it's your intention to report events and present the facts without fear or favor from both sides. Well, the journalist smiled and shrugged his shoulders and said, well, I'm pro-choice. Every journalist I know is pro-choice, and, well, I guess we're just biased and she grinned broadly. Well, that was a remarkably honest statement. Hmm. There's no doubt that most of the print media and most of the audiovisual media in South Africa is actually pro-abortion and many other different issues. So, although most journalists and editors will claim that they are objective, even the most objective journalist has to admit they collect far more facts than they publish. And... There's the judgment on what to cover, how to cover it, what facts and opinions and viewpoints they have come across to include in a story in which to discard. Also, the reporter or the editor or producer will decide which facts will be included in the first paragraph and thereby emphasized above the others. Also, the title, where the story is placed, and obviously on page one, it attracts more attention than any other page. And Although at one time, particularly in the 19th century, journalism emphasized God's sovereignty and responsibility, most modern journalists choose to spike the spiritual. At one time, newspaper articles pointed out that kings who disobeyed God were exposed and deposed, and those who engaged in duels were men without true honor because they sought esteem amongst men rather than following God's commands about turning the other cheek. Mm. Lightning storms were seen to demonstrate spiritual lessons and lack of repentance was shown to have murderous consequences. However, as non-Christian journalists came to dominate the media, they redefined reality by excluding the spiritual. Many editors actually tried to publish God's obituary and Time magazine famously put on the front cover, God is dead. Typically, Newspapers present random events in a chance universe. Journalists who believe in evolution tend to evidence the humanist worldview that we came from nothing. We're going nowhere. Life is meaningless. Instead of seeing patterns and events, these journalists with a materialistic worldview will simply see random events of time plus chance. Governments rise and fall and corruption stories are published and people are murdered and cars crash and Natural disasters occur and some people abuse children, but there's no explanation, no patterns exposed, no lessons to learn. The fact is, uh, most murderers are under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time, mm. but that will not be emphasized much today. The fact that most vehicle accidents are alcohol-related is apparently also 
uh, unrelated. And uh, the roles of ideologies like Marxism uh, that inspires wars, terrorist campaigns, and oppression of dictators, mass murderers like Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, Mengistu, Fidel Castro, Robert Mugabe, mm. their ideological motivation will scarcely receive a mention. Apparently, personal beliefs are unimportant in the minds of many modern journalists, at, at least uh, if their views are communist and so on. And few journalists today will consider the perspective of our Lord Jesus Christ when he reported on a man-made or natural disaster. Luke 13, verse 2 to 5, our Lord Jesus said, Do you suppose those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Mm. All those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed him, do you think they were worse sinners than all the other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So Christian journalism recognizes the reality of the spiritual realm. Firstly, God is sovereign, so no events happen by chance. History is his story when understood through the lens of the scripture. Nations rise and fall in response to how they respond to the word of God and God's law. Obedience to God's law has produced the most productive, prosperous, free nations in history. But disobedience to the law of God has disastrous consequences. There is evil in this world. Satan and his legions of fallen angels, his demons, are active in the world. And although we may not always perceive it, we are involved in a great spiritual world war between God and his angels and the devil and his demons. Mankind has fallen, fallen creation. Mankind is created by God, but our human nature is sinful. Because we are created by God, there is some good, even in the worst of us. But because we have fallen, there's bad even in the best of us. Suffering and evil are the result of man's rebellion against God since the fall. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. What a man reaps, that shall he sow. Now, he reaps what he sows. What a man sows, that shall he reap. Galatians 6 verse 7. So God is ultimate reality. Our basis for knowledge is God's revelations. Revelation, natural revelation through the works of God and creation and special revelation through God's words in Holy Scripture. So we can know what is right and wrong from the word of God, as revealed in the Bible in particular. The purpose of existence is to glorify God and to worship him forever. There is a destructive tendency of sin within each one of our hearts, and that's very real. Without the grace of God and the redemption brought about by Christ's sacrifice on the cross of Calvary, we would all be doomed. God does actually answer prayer, hmm. not by making us feel better psychologically, but by actually transforming earthly situations or by changing our attitudes. Not always in a way we would expect, though. So by seeking to exclude spiritual realities from the front page, secular newspapers are ignoring fundamental reality. We can find good examples of complete news coverage in the Bible. The report on the parting of the Red Sea and Exodus takes into account both the physical events and the spiritual dimensions. The battles and conflicts against the Philistines in the book of Judges reports factually the interactions of spiritual and material forces. Hmm. The conquest of Canaan by Joshua and the Israelites not only includes military and sociological details, but it's clearly shown to be God's judgment upon wicked and immoral people, even as his mercy guidance and protection is bestowed upon his people. In 1 and 2 Kings and Chronicles, 
not only do we see reports on the various national leaders and their achievements, but it exposes their failures and evaluates them in the light of how faithful they were to God's law or not. Hmm. In the Gospels and Acts, we see first-hand eyewitness reports of miraculous healings and deliverances and all the drama and intrigue of the plot by the religious leaders to arrest Christ, the treachery of Judas's betrayal of Christ, and the political double-dealing, the cowardice of the governor Pontius Pilate, the brutal tortures and execution of Christ, and his triumphal resurrection from the grave. The ancient biblical book of Job reports a series of sensational disaster stories, a family wiped out, their house destroyed by tornado, herd stolen, physical affliction, mental turmoil, marital dissension. But they're not presented as random events in a chance universe, but part of a drama involving heaven, hell, and earth. The report on Job's tribulations begins with a conflict between God and Satan, and the drama on earth is seen in the light of the dialogue in heaven. Mm. Now, of course, earthly reporters and presenters don't have access to what's going on in heaven at this time, but the inspired biblical reporters were privileged to have God reveal facts that could not be discovered on our own. But we today do have the Bible to enable us to understand earthly events in the light of spiritual realities. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. For any journalist or presenter wanting to present a compelling case of what's accurate, interesting, relevant, and insightful, the Scripture provides many case studies. In the past, God spoke through the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us in and through his son. So we need to recognize in any news story, we're not only receiving information, but we're being influenced. Mm. And the news media is including more views than news. And a particular worldview of any journalist will come through. And so we need to be very perceptive. We need to uh, be discerning. We need to be those who rightly understand the word of truth and rightly divide the word of truth. We need to be careful and critical in what we read. We need to be selective in what news sources we listen to and trust. We need to read and listen with discernment, evaluating everything in the light of Scripture. So we need to support and listen to faithful Christian radio stations, visit reliable Christian websites, subscribe to trustworthy Christian newsletters and magazines. As Joshua said in Joshua 24, verse 50, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Thanks for your time, Dr. Hammond. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.